good. He can't blood, ain't you? God damn it, Ralph. Get out of here. Go on, get. Leave people alone. You'll never come back again. Oh, shut up, Ralph. Episode 86, I'm your host Tim and with me is the Belle from Hell, Jalisa. Hello. How are we this week, honey? I'm good, how are you? I'm pretty good. It's freezing here in Australia, it's winter time, it's blowing like a motherfucker and uh, we're having fun sitting in front of the fire, usually most nights, and sitting down checking out some new and interesting horror movies. And for the past, I don't know, two weeks, we've been revisiting the Friday the 13th franchise. Why, you may ask? Well, because it's Friday the 13th and they're always fun, but we thought we'd do something fun this episode. You often hear of other podcasters or other YouTube channels give their, in their opinion, they they, they rank the Friday the 13th uh, film franchise, they give their favourite kills, they give their favourite characters, and we thought that we would have some fun this episode. It's been a bit of a a bit of a second since we've done like a fun game type episode. Mm-hmm. We usually review movies. Not this episode. So we come up with this little game, which is called My Perfect Friday the 13th. So what we're going to do here is we are going to take elements of each Friday the 13th film, such as kills, characters, what type of Jason, and put them into our own uh, our own Friday the 13th film. Thus, the perfect Friday the 13th film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an fun and interesting game and uh if you guys want to play at home be sure to do so but we have all the usual jibber jabber we have the horrors that we have done this week we've got a newsreel we have the uh madness games we are so close to uh finishing the fight the first the first rounds yep we're almost in the uh what would you call it the semi-finals i guess the second showdown? Yeah, yeah, where it's going to get tougher. Um, and then we go into... I'm going to end this episode with uh, with a little spoiler-free, just a tiny little spoiler-free um, clip of Stranger Things Season 3. So, But before we do that, why don't we just jump into what horrors have we done? <laughs> What horrors have you done? Alright, Joe, hit it. What have you done this week in horror? Uh, This week, for the first time ever, I actually sat down and watched The Fly. Oh, shit. The uh, David Cronenberg Fly, not the original Vincent Price one. The one with... um, I'm forgetting his name. He's from Jurassic Park. Jeff Goldblum. That's it. The sexy guy. My mum's favourite actor. (laughs) 
Not for his not for his acting skills, for his body. For his looks. Yeah. So what did you think? Your first time watching The Fly, were you a fan or you didn't care for it? I actually enjoyed it. The um prosthetic work and everything was actually surprising. Yeah. It's uh I put it up there as the the, the three if if you want to go practical effects, the three films that I always tell people to watch are The Fly, The Thing and American Wealth in London. Mm. They are the top standards for practical effects in my opinion. Yeah. Um but did you like the story? Yeah, I like the story. He was like a scientist that went sort of mad with his work and had to jump in and try it and mm. then got fucked over. It is it's slow at the start. I, I remember it being a lot more action-packed. It is slow at the start, but it's never boring. No. I, I was, I've seen this movie countless times, and I've never, I've never been bored with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just the look of the actual fly, the final form of the fly, is incredible and just gets under your skin. Yeah. That whole body horror element that David Cronenberg does so well is so fucking effective mm-hmm. like sometimes you could tell he was wearing like a suit at times but it didn't take away like, no. it, it still looked good yeah yeah i agree gina davis is is great in it she has that line be afraid be very afraid that many people have used over the years mm-hmm. um gore galore mm-hmm. some of the most repulsive gore scenes in any film um, I don't. I don't want to. I'm trying not to spoil anything for people who haven't seen the thing, but it's from 1980s. So yeah, if you haven't seen it, really go out and check it. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's definitely one of the classics. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. I checked out a new movie from 2019 called Winter Skin. This one is okay. So I saw the the poster art to this movie, and it <laughs> it didn't look that great. The poster art. But I checked it in anyway, and this movie is a cross between Misery and Hellraiser. If I'm going to, interesting. If I'm going to put it in any ways, um, it's a decent film. I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't bored at all. Um, a lot of gore. Um, mm-hmm. The the Hellraiser moments, I'll say, are very reminiscent from Hellraiser One with the character of Frank. And the misery elements to the film are... Her craziness? Well, Is that what you mean? her kind of keeping someone okay. locked away type of thing. Um, it's a decent film. The copy that I got cut the last four minutes out of it, so I didn't get to actually really finish it. Yeah. Um, but I can kind of see where it's going to go, so I didn't really need it. But yeah, it's a decent film. It's filled with gore. Um, I wouldn't say rush out and see it, Um but if it's if you if you come across it and you got an hour and a half of nothing to do, why not? It's worth a shot. Yeah. So that's Winter Skin from 2019. You got another one? Yeah. Um, been checking out a series on Netflix called Scare Tactics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is is good fun just to put on. I think most people are familiar with Scare Tactics. Yeah. Uh, we're watching season four. I think it's four and five. I think it's five. four and five they have on there. I think this is on Netflix. Um, the It's um, hosted by Tracy Morgan. Yeah. Who I've never really been a fan of just because I don't watch his films. I don't know if it's him or if it's the, the writing that they've given him, but the jokes that he makes are just cringeworthy and they really take me out of the whole show. 
I'd have to say they've given him to say it. That, that's what I think, but it's uh, it's so bad. Yeah. Like, it's not even funny bad. It's just really bad. And Like, you can kind of tell that he's trying to sell it and everything, but it's the, it's it's, the writing. Yeah. You can't get any better. Like, yeah. I've never understood scare tactics. Like, I have so many questions. Like, how... Okay, so if anyone doesn't know what scare tactics is, do you want to explain what it is? Um, you... You have actors that act out the whole scary scenario and everything, but you get um, friends and they nominate put, put up their friends to get pranked. So they'll go and like fill in at like jobs and different things. Okay, and, but, he, yeah. but here's the thing: I don't understand how these people buy it because there's okay, a camera crew in the well, room. Yeah, okay, the camera crew is filming them. Like, how how, how do you explain? Well, why is there a camera crew here? Yeah. Clearly something's off. But the other fact that, like, how do they get into these situations? What, the friend just goes, oh, do you want to make a few bucks? Yeah, pretty much. Doing this? Yeah, but okay, here's the thing. I'd be pissed off at the end. I'd be like, well, so I don't get money now? <laughs> I'd be I'd be pissed off. Um, and, and it's all sort of really weird jobs that you won't normally do. Yeah, like scientific, scientific testing and stuff like that. Like, like it, testing dog collars. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? That's weird. I know. Um, but some of the... Like, me and Joel like to play a game and watching it, like, would this scenario scare us? And the scenarios that I think I would get scared in uh, revolve around, like, monsters and stuff like that, where they have, like, an alien pop out or, like, a werewolf pop out. Mm-hmm. In saying that, I would love to be on one of these shows to actually see if it gets me. Yeah. Watching it... So much lately, I, I'd probably see the camera crews and be like, oh my God, I'm on scare tactics, aren't I? <laughs> and then I'd ruin the whole show. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, 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 it's still good, entertaining fun, I guess. It's fine. Uh, we, we, we only watch it if we just have, want something quick to watch while we have lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise we're watching movies or something else. Yeah. So it's a good fill-in show, I guess. Yeah. And saying that, th- there have been so many hosts on that show. Um, what's the girl from Charmed who was, she was in season one, Shannon, Shannon Doherty. She did a couple, didn't she? Maybe. I don't, I can't remember. She, Shannon Doherty. I, I, I liked her because she came in with a more, she didn't do the jokes. She was more scary host. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of liked that, that route. Yeah. Um, this one, they make it a bit more fun. She was kind of like a, a host if Goosebumps had a host. Trying to be sort of creepy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Um, should you watch Scare Tactics? Would you recommend people? Um, why not? Give it a go. Yeah. Make your own fun out of it. Yeah. Or maybe you can get some ideas to prank your friend, even though they say don't do it. Oh, there's... Don't go to I that think, extreme. I think they say don't do it for the fact that, hey... They have, like, smoke be, and fire and shit Well, like not that. just that, but, like, these are under circumstances where they can, like... Make sure they don't have weapons on them and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because you often, I often come across that. Like here in Australia, there's not many guns around, but we've heard stories about Americans carrying guns a lot. Mm. And I often think that, like, what happens if that person has a gun and just pulls it out and shoots? Yeah. Like, in all honesty, if I had a gun and something like that happened, that would be my first thing because I watch too many horror movies. Or a knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be in jail. And I'd be like, well, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Good prank, guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so I've sat down recently and played the new zombie game called Days Gone on PlayStation 4. This one is... So if you... 
have, have, have ever played games like Far Cry or uh, Red Dead Redemption, this is basically the same thing, but with zombies. And I'm, I'm not in Far at all. I've barely done anything in the game. I've only done like two missions and that's it. But the zombies in the game are fucking creepy. <laughs> and man, horror-based video games get me. They mm-hmm. scare the shit out of me, and I really I, it takes me a while to get back into it and play it. In this one, you have little children zombies who jump from roofs and attack you, and and they make these scary noises that I'm not going to be able to do, but they creep you out. Um, in saying that, should you get Days Gone, if you're a fan of Red Dead Redemption and Far Cry games like them, but you want a more horror based game, then yeah, get it. Um, I'm going to try and play a bit more today. Depends whether the wife will let me, but um, uh, I'll keep kicking it through. Days gone. It, it's fun. It's fun. It hasn't hooked me yet. That's the thing. I'm not like usually if a game hooks me, that's all I want to do. I want to sit down all day and just play it. But it mm-hmm. hasn't. I haven't got to that level yet. Yeah. I'll play like twenty minutes. I'm like, ah, I feel like watching a movie now. So you get over it quickly. A little bit, but I'm still working out the mechanics of it. Okay. So I'm still getting used to it, and that takes me a long while with video games. I'm not a massive gamer. Yeah. But I mean, I I, I get I get the itch to play randomly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm not like oh I must play video games all weekend type of thing. Yeah. I'm a movie guy. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what what else do you want to talk about? Um, we sat down and watched the newest movie of Hellboy. Yeah. <laughs> Hellboy from 2019. All right, let's do this. We watched this. 2019? Yeah. Come out this year? Yeah, like a few months ago. What the fuck? Yeah. Wow, okay. It wasn't at the movie, at the cinemas for long. Uh, It's advertised on every second bus here in Australia. Mm -hmm. But at the cinemas, I I think it was only there for like two weeks, if that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it didn't didn't do well with critics or fans at all. You go on IMDb and everyone's just like... One out of ten, two out of ten. Wow. So I went into this kind of expecting a shit show, mm-hmm. um, but I I had fun with this. Mm-hmm. I it's gory. There is a lot of gore in this movie. Yeah. And I appreciate. Okay, here's the thing. I'm not a big Hellboy fan. The Guillermo del Toro f- um, films with Ron Perlman, they're fine. I, I don't really want to watch them again. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I need to. This one here, I think I had more fun with this than the original films. Because of the gore factor? I think because it was more horror-based, this one. It had a lot more monsters. It had a ton of a lot more gore. Like, really cool gore as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the story lost me at times. Um, I could not I could barely... If someone asked me what happened, I could barely tell them. Um, to be honest, on the downside of this, I, I, I found myself falling asleep at times. Yeah. Um, there were times where I was, maybe I was just a bit tired, but I was I was struggling to keep awake. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel? I'm taking over. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, look, it was fun. The gore was great. Yeah. So much of it. Yeah. Um, there was like half the time I couldn't really understand what Hellboy was saying because it seemed like he was mumbling. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 can um compare the two Hellboys. So you had Ron Perlman. <laughs> Everyone loves Ron Perlman. I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. He played the original Guillermo del Toro Hellboy. In this one, we have David David Harbour, who is hot from Stranger Things. Yep. Who did you prefer? 
I think I prefer the Ron Perlman. Yeah. So because do... his, what would you say, a metal arm? What's his arm? It's like metal. Brick whatever or it metal, is. whatever it is, yeah. Um, he seemed to work that, like, it was part of his body, the Ron Perlman. While this one, when he walked, it was kind of like just hanging there. Yeah. Like he couldn't really use like it. Like it wasn't activated or something. Yeah, and like it, he, yeah, like it was too heavy to move. It was weird. Yeah. Um, the face was kind of cool how they made his cheekbones kind of stick out more and stuff. More devilish look. I didn't like it. But I think I prefer the Ron Perlman a bit more. Okay, I, I, the look of Hellboy in this one, I, I wasn't big into in the new one because I could tell that it was makeup. Where in the Ron Perlman one, it actually looked like Hellboy. Mm-hmm. It looked like an actual like a character. Yeah. In this one, I could see like the prosthetic um, cheekbones and the prosthetic eyebrows and stuff like that. I could tell which is, which is what. Yeah. So that kind of took me out. David Harbour, I, I like him. I loved him in Stranger Things. Yeah. Spoiler alert for that in a second. Um, but I, I agree. I think I re- prefer Ron Perlman. <clears throat> I think that this movie had way too much swearing as well. Like, it didn't need that much swearing, especially from that warthog pig thing. Yeah. It swore way too much. Which it kind of took me out. Which is funny because you're a fan of Rob Zombie films. Yeah. And they swear every second but line. But they're kind of... He goes for like sort of a trailer trash kind of vibe with his characters, while this is just a big monster and it just swore every two seconds. It, yeah, and it was like but you're married to like, me, and I'm was, a big monster who swears every two like seconds. Shitty swearing too, like you fuckhead and like kind of things <laughs> like that. It's like it, there's no need; it doesn't need to swear. It's like they couldn't think of anything else other than fuck to put in there. <laughs> yeah. I can see that, but once again, I'm a big monster that swears every two seconds. Nah. <laughs> see, it was still cool, but yeah, the swearing didn't need to be that much. And I prefer the Ron Perlman uh, smartass in Hellboy, while this one yep. seemed to try a bit too hard. Yeah, I can see that. Um, let's talk about the monsters, though, quickly. Mm-hmm. Because this one is filled to the brim with monsters. You have, and I don't want to spoil anything, it's not really a spoiler if I... Just name some of the monsters in it. Yeah. I mean, you have uh, Baba Yaga, who's the witch, <clears throat> who looks exceptionally awesome in this one. Yeah. She does, um, what's what's that? Um, contortionist. Contortionist stuff. Yeah, shit like that that scares the shit out of Jaleesa. Uh-huh. You have vampires, which look great. Mm-hmm. Um, you have giants. You had... Hell beasts, like uh, different hell beasts that I was, came I was, up. I was about to say one I won't because that's my a little bit of a spoiler. Um... But yeah, different monsters that look great. You had the Blood Queen, which is like a strong-ass witch. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in saying that, the monsters look great, but a lot of the CGI didn't. Yeah. You could tell that this was filmed on green screen. Um, you could tell that they were CGI as soon as they came on. You're like, well, that takes me out. Hmm. Um, there is a scene with a scorpion that looks horrible. Uh, just a little insect scorpion. You'll, you'll, you'll. As soon as you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. That looks bad. Yeah. Um. So the CGI did take me out of this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. But all in all, I I actually had fun with it. Yeah, it was still fun. I gave it a six out of ten. I think that's a fair score. It's above average film for me. I found it fun. Its soundtrack is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Motley Crue in there. You have. Um, <laughs> Going blank. Muse. You have Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. You have all these cool songs. 
that I dig. So that, that kind of lifted up my score for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had fun. Would I watch it again soon? No. I, I'd watch scenes from it. The gore but, scenes. Yeah, I'd probably put this on in the background if I'm cleaning up or something like that. Um, just so I could watch the various gore scenes. Yeah. But as a sit, or, a sit down, focused movie, probably not. Mm-hmm. So, Agreed. Yeah. Hellboy, give it a go. If you like the two... Well, here's the thing. If you like the original films, you probably hate this one. If you don't care, then give it a go. Yeah, well, this one as well. All the people just wanted to kill Hellboy. While in the other ones, yeah. he like... And I like... They know he was there to help. All right, we're getting more into spoiler alert. I've got to stop myself. Okay. Let's let's stay away from it. All right, all right. All right I'll stop. Give Hellboy some love. Don't listen to bad reviewers who give it one out of ten. It's not a one out of ten film. Trust yeah. me. Mm-hmm. There are worse films out there. Definitely. Um, all right. The last thing I want to talk about is Stranger Things season three. I have dived in and completed the whole series. I was never a massive Stranger Boy. Uh, Stranger, Stranger Things, Things fanboy. fanboy, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, when it came out, I I, I love the eighties um, feel that it has to it. But when it came out, like everyone was jumping on it, saying how cool it was. I kind of got lost in the story a little bit. Um, I like, I love the characters. I love the eighties feel to it. But the story come somewhat didn't grab me in this season three. No, no, no. In season one, okay. then season two came, and I got lost even more. I really. Didn't care for season two at all. Besides the characters, I didn't care. Season three, in my opinion, is the best season. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with this. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, the characters come back and they they do a time jump. So they they're older. They're in high school now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are various relationships that work. The monster in it looks fantastic. Going back on CG CGI. This monster looks awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I got to add the production level in in this ep- this season, season three. It, they spent a lot of money. Um, you most of the most of the seasons set around a mall, mm-hmm. like an eighties mall, and they clearly spent a lot of money making this mall. It's insane. Yeah, it. I, I wasn't alive in the eighties, nor was I in America in the eighties. But this feels like a an, an eighties American type mall. Yeah. Um, even from the shops to the layout, it just feels like something you'd watch in an 80s film. Mm-hmm. So they did really well with that. Um, it has... It's funny. It, uh, it It's it's somewhat scary. There are scenes where it didn't make me jump, but I, was, I could see people being scared of it. Um, and I won't say it made me cry, but there was a bit of dust in the air. So... <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't wearing my glasses, so... So in other words, so you I, cried? I had, no, I, there was dust in the air. Okay, righto. Uh, yeah, it, it has it has a very... Um, uh, what's the word? Um, heartfelt scene in the, in the, se- in the season. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. I'm going to jump into a little bit of a spoiler-filled um, discussion on the, on the show at the end of this episode. Yep. So we'll get a little bit more into that. But season three of Stranger Things, I think everyone should check it out. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Man, we've done a lot with our horror this week. We have, yeah. So, plus we've done a lot of other movies that we're reviewing in the next couple of weeks. So. Yeah, so we're not supposed to talk about those ones. No, we're not. So, we've done a lot. We've done our... <laughs> Fair um, share. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, all right, let's jump into the Horror for Dummies breaking news, Jaleesa. <laughs> 
This is Harfanami's Breaking News. Coming in with Harfanami's news this week, our first story, Oliver Jackson Cohen will be the Invisible Man. Yeah, and if you don't know that name, Oliver Jackson Cohen uh, appeared in The Haunting of Hill House, the uh, Netflix series. He played um, Luke. Mm-hmm. He was the the younger brother, wasn't he? The younger brother, the drug guy, the the junkie. Mm-hmm. He played him, and I'm all right with this news. Yeah. You know? uh, um, how do you feel about it? Uh, well, I like it because I find him attractive. Yeah. Even though he's going to be playing an invisible man. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you might. <laughs> You might see him. At the, you might see him. Well, this is the thing. You might see him at the start because the Invisible Man's a story about a scientist. So you might see him doing his scientific stuff at the start, and then, um, and then turning into the Invisible Man later on. Hmm. So you might get to um, check him out. I'm sure you would. Yeah. But according to Bloody Disgusting, um, this is this is directed by Lee Whannell, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I'm on board already. The Invisible Man follows Cecilia, who. Um, who receives the news of her abusive ex-boyfriend's suicide. She begins to rebuild her life for the better. However, her sense of reality is put into question when she begins to suspect her deceased lover is not actually dead. Oh, this could be creepy. So he's abusive. Well, yeah, the Invisible Man is not a good person. Okay. Um, so, I mean, if you compare him to every other horror, horror icon, the Invisible Man is up there with one of the most... One of the best, like, most kills. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he derailed a whole train and killed hundreds. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. This this one could be interesting. I'm a big fan of the, the original in, uh, Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll be definitely checking this out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's coming from Blumhouse. It's directed by Lee Whannell. This has got me hooked. At first, weren't they gonna? Were they thinking of like doing Johnny Depp? That yeah, I heard that. That was with the Dark Universe how they were going to do that, but because of the real success of the Mummy, that uh, that got scrapped. Okay. So, um, so I think he would have done a good job too. Yeah, because he has a voice that that radiates with with what the Invisible Man could do. Mm-hmm. So I was on board with Johnny Depp, and he could play a mad scientist. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. I think that a lot of people would have frowned upon it because it's Johnny Depp doing another character, but I'm all right with it. Hmm. You know, I don't mind Johnny Depp. Yeah. Um, but I'm all right with Oliver Jackson Cohen being the Invisible Man. Let's yeah. see what he can do. We will see. Yep. Our second story, Mortal Kombat writer promises the movie will have fatalities and will be rated R. Nice. Um, <clears throat> I, if that's the case, I can't wait to see that. So, did you know that... Mortal Kombat has been filmed in Australia. The, no, the I did new not. movie. So it's been filmed in South Australia. Okay. Um, and apparently there are posts in South South Australia asking people to be extras. So mm. technically I could be in the new Mortal Kombat movie if I really wanted to. If you want to fly over I mean, to South Australia. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a it's a flyover. I can't exactly walk there, but um, I mean, I could try, but I won't because no. I can't afford it. <laughs> I, I need to work. Um, but yeah, people in South Australia, you should go go and try and be an extra in the new Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah, get on board. <laughs> I'm um I'm excited for this news. Mm-hmm. 
I hope I'm not I'm not <laughs> mad at the the um, Mortal Kombat films. No, I, I enjoy like them. them. Mm-hmm. Um, Annihilation was fun. You had all all the characters coming back. Moltaro was in there. Yeah. Um, Sindel, Luke Kang came back. All those cool. You had Reptile. I was he in the first. Um, I don't really remember. I, I can't, can't remember. Reptile was in one of them. Yeah. But Reptile is one of my favorites. Um, but I'm not. I'm not mad at those films. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoy them. This one is already sounding unreal. Mm-hmm. Fatalities, and it definitely needs an R rating. Yeah. I mean, if this came out and it was PG or M rated, it wouldn't. The fatalities, work. yeah, it wouldn't work. No. Um, so I'm I'm excited for this. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what fatalities they can do on screen too. Yeah. Because some of those in the game get pretty full on. It will be interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Our third story, Momo is coming to the big screen. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, do you want to explain what Momo is um, to people who don't know what Momo is? What would I say? It's like this oh, well, I've got half here. chicken, half head, creepy woman thing. It's not a chicken. Like the bottom of it has like weird chicken legs. So it's it's a sculpture um, by Japanese artist Kensuke Azawawa. I, I don't know. The part of the 2016 gallery exhibit in Tokyo and it's actually called Mother Bird, but its bizarre visage was a, uh, appropriated last year by the Pixel Pranksters who concocted rumours about Momo's challenge. Basically, Momo is a sculpture that uh, people on the internet... Brought to life? Brought, yeah, brought to life and told kids to go kill themselves in various ways. Yep. Like, um, slit your wrists downwards mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they're saying, don't tell mum and dad... Otherwise, I'll kill them and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is coming from Orion, the uh, studio behind The Prodigy and Child's Play. Ooh. So, uh, uh, this is this is a gamble because Orion were bankrupt <laughs> and, um, and now just came back. Uh, I can't. I couldn't tell you. But uh, now just came back and uh, are, are going to be doing this. If it... I mean, if it works, good on them. Mm-hmm. But I feel that this is going to be in the reins of one of those bad Blumhouse films like Truth or Dare or... Ah, um, uh, fuck. Well, what could you really do with Momo? I don't know. She, Slend- she is Slender cre- Man is another one. She is creepy, though. Yeah. Not to, ma- not to me. I can imagine if you're seeing that up your hallway and she starts running at you. It's fucking terrifying. I don't know if they're going to go like that. I think it's going to be... I don't know. I don't know. I'll see it. Probably just to laugh at it, though. Yeah. I don't. I honestly don't see this going good. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um. Anyway, that's it with the news this week. Back to you, Tim. Before we go into the next thing, I I pulled up this article on Facebook, which <laughs> makes me laugh. Uh, we did this many, many, many episodes ago, uh, back when Ben was on the show. It's one of those things where a guy tweets. He says. I forced a bot to watch over 1,000 hours of horror movies and then asked it to write a horror movie of its own. The original one was I, I got a bot to watch a Saw, all the Saw movies and write a Saw script of its own. Yeah. And it was one of the funniest things I've ever re- uh, read. Read, yeah. So <laughs> I've got this one here where they got a bot to watch 1,000 hours of a horror movie and then asked to write, it, write its own horror movie. And what it came up with is... Fucking hilarious. 
<laughs> so, okay, I'm just going to read it and I'm going to try and put on voices so you can differentiate between the characters. Yep. All right. <clears throat> a house that wears a hockey mask. House? A house. <laughs> okay. An old man cuts the grass by stabbing it with an axe. Four teens arrive in a car that's run- that runs on sex. <laughs> <laughs> they exit car. It is spring break. Time for twe- time for teens to guzzle fluids and die off. Teen one. Old man, you do not belong. We rent this house for a week of young times. The old man says, I am caretaker. I care. Do not stay in house. Kitchen is monster. Witch is basement. Beds are ghosts. Sink hates priest. TV is a book. <laughs> Teen two says, Get buried. You are waste of age. <laughs> Teen two is the state jerk. His college major is vodka law. Teen three, maybe we leave. This place gives me the crepes. The crepes? <laughs> the crepes. It's spelled crepes, not creeps. <laughs> Teen four, stop acting chicken. Your virginity is making you a bird, as usual. What the hell? <laughs> the house door swings open. A little girl comes out orphanly. <laughs> Teen 2 Your sobriety is not accepted Teen 2 throws a can of gin at the little girl The little girl turns into Texas Chainsaw But is still orphaned (laughs) Texas Chainsaw says Die y'all Houston Dallas Teen 3 Make a scream Teen 4 Make a scream too The Texas Chainsaw The Texas Chainsaw cuts off Teen 2's body. His blood says hi to all. His blood says hi to all? Yeah. Teen 1. No! Teen 2 needs a body to drink. Teen 3 calls 911, but a Frankenstein answers and is upset. (laughs) Old man. Run into the car. Go. I end this. Teen 1 and Teen 3 run into their house. Teen 4 runs into Chainsaw. Old man, this is not the car. And that's how it ends. I want to hear more of this. What the hell was that bot thinking? <laughs> I I wish someone would make a movie of what the bot makes. Because it's... The, oh my... I don't, I don't know. This is hilarious stuff. Teen 1 makes a scream. <laughs> Teen 2 makes scream 2. <laughs> oh, and a Frankenstein man. answers the phone. Yeah, what and, he, the and hell? he's upset. <laughs> phone good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's something funny I thought I'd share with all of you. Alright, it's time to talk about the madness. Get this franchise fights underway, Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. Hit it off. Alright, we are continuing our franchise fights, and this is round 15. We have the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise versus the Wrong Turn franchise. Very similar franchises, uh-huh. if you think about it. Let's see what everyone had to say about these two franchises going head-to-head. Jordy Van Vukla says, Actually can't say much here since I've only seen the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre and haven't seen Wrong Turn yet. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance Langford says, Damn, I came in too late to vote. Looks like it would... Not have made any difference anyway. So I guess Lance was going to go Texas Chainsaw Massacre. 
Oh no, maybe he was going wrong turn. I don't know. Lance, tell me what you're going for. Yeah. Uh, then we have Rob Humphrey, who says, I just surprised myself and voted for wrong turn. Wow. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is one of the greatest films ever made, but the franchise as a whole has a couple of high points and a bunch of really, really low points. The wrong turn movies are pretty average, but at least they are consistently average. Yeah. He's got a good point there. Mm-hmm. I think, did we vote wrong turn as well? No, we went Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because I could remember which one. Yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, okay, who do you think won? <clears throat> I'm going to say Texas. This one was a landslide. Uh, we had 49 votes. 44 of those votes went to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and wow. only five got, uh, five wrong of them turn. went for wrong turn. So it was 90%. To 10%. To 10%. Wow. So we say got goodbye. Smashed. Yeah, we say goodbye to the wrong turn. I, I kind of saw it. I saw it going that way. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is uh, going is, forward. And that one's more iconic as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. On for this week's uh, matchups. And this one is going to... Uh, There's going to be some fun. I'm excited for this one. I've been excited since we started this franchise. So we have George A. Romero's The Dead franchise versus the Amityville Horror franchise. Ooh. All right, let's start with uh, the Dead franchise. Yep. So we have Night of the Living Dead. Yep. Absolute classic. You can't beat it with zombie films. Mm-hmm. Dawn of the Dead, another absolute classic. So far, we've got 10 out of 10 movies. Day of the Dead. I. It's, it's probably my favorite of the Dead films. Yeah. I love Day of the Dead. Um, then we go down a little bit with Land of the Dead. Um I'm not huge into it, but it's not as bad as the next two, which are Diary of the Dead and Survival of the Dead. Those two are horrendous pieces of of shit that uh, really, really make this franchise suffer. Mm, That's a shame. But, I mean, we've got Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, and those three films are just... They just keep it afloat. Oh, man. Yeah, pretty much. It, they're they're the the films that made zombies mm-hmm. how they are. Then we jump into the Amityville horror franchise, and all right, give me a second while I rattle off each one of these films. All right, yeah. So we have Amityville Horror from nineteen seventy nine, Amityville two, The Possession, Amityville three D, Amityville four, The Evil Escapes, The Amityville Curse, Amityville It's About Time, Amityville A New Generation. Amityville Dollhouse. Then we have the Amityville Horror, the remake. Yeah. Then we have the Amityville Haunting, the Amityville Asylum, Amityville Death House, Amityville Playhouse, Amityville Vanishing Point, the Amityville Legacy, the Amityville Terror, Amityville No Escape, Amityville Evil Never Dies, Amityville Exorcism, (laughs) Amityville Prison, Amityville The Awakening, uh, Amityville Mount Misery Road. Then the last one is the, the Amityville Murders. How many fucking movies does that franchise have? Too many. Not to mention that The Conjuring 2 kind of played into the Amityville horrors as well. They haven't really brought out a movie on that yet. No, no, that's not in the franchise, I'm just saying. Um, The thing with Amityville, the the word Amityville, because it's a place. Yeah, because it's a place. Anyone can use it. So that's why there are so many Amityville movies out. But do they all tie in with like sort of the same story? No. Or what? No. Or completely different. Or completely different. Oh, I mean, the first... Oh, here's the thing. I've only seen the original, the remake, 
and Amityville the, Dollhouse. You've seen The Awakening. Oh, yes. Sorry, I have too. Mm. Um, but I've never seen Part 2. I've never seen Amity 3D. I've never seen 4. Um, so there's a lot. There's a lot you haven't seen. Oh, yeah. And to be honest, I don't really care to watch them. I mean, I'll check out 2 and 3 because apparently they're decent. But like... So a lot of them are standalone movies? Uh, yeah. Like you have Amityville Prison, which... Uh, Could you really count them in the same franchise I mean, or just because they say Amityville? I mean, you kind of have to. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. There's there's too many to... Um, or should we just narrow it down to like... Well, it's... The first few. Did I say the Amityville Playhouse as well? No, I don't think so. There's there's heaps of them. There are so many. Amityville Playhouse has a rating of 2.0 out of oh, 10 on Jesus. IMDb. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are really bad. I'll just say that. So here's the thing. The Dead franchise versus Amityville franchise. This is simple for me. Mm-hmm. The, the Dead franchise... Actually, the Dead franchise is a franchise I can see winning. The whole thing. Night of the Living Dead. Is that when Linnea Quigley jumps up on no, the No, that's tube? Return of the Living Dead. Okay. That's completely different. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Night of the Living Dead's black and white. I don't think you have seen it. No, you may have seen the remake. They always those two confused. Yeah, I mean, Living Dead films, yeah. Um, this one's easy for me. The Dead films, I, 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 I'm going to put my vote in right now, and I'm also going to say that the Dead films will be the next one to... Um, Eliminate? <laughs> Uh, eliminate Amityville, yeah. 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 Who are you going for? Um, that's a tough one because I think I've only seen one or two of the Dead films. Yeah. You've and seen Amity- Dawn of the Dead. I know that. Have I watched Day of the Dead? I don't Possibly know. Possibly with you. Um, not the original. We're not talking about remakes here. <laughs> oh, I don't know then. Is it black and white? No. Or is it colour? No, it's colour. What's that one... Where a guy takes off on the boat at the end, and there's like a song playing. That's Dawn of the the remake. Oh, okay, it's a remake. Okay, never a mind. group of them take off in a boat. And I think it was one guy. What? Oh, because they come in and kill his wife or something in the house, and he takes off. Oh no, that's twenty eight weeks later. Oh, whoopsie. Yeah, completely different. <laughs> Wrong You're getting your zombie films all mixed up, honey. Far out. Um, and I've only seen a few Amityville horrors. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen Dollhouse, the remake. I'm not sure if I've seen the original. Why have you seen Dollhouse? I can't remember. I just remember watching it. Okay. I only seen Dollhouse because it was like $7 and I bought it and I watched it and I thought, this is horrible. <laughs> I don't really remember it, but There's I remember There's a random Dollhouse. pig in the movie that squeals that has red eyes. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a tough one. I don't know. It is. Uh, I can't you, believe you're you saying went... it's tough. <laughs> well, I haven't seen too many of. Well, like, we each. should watch Night of the Living Dead soon. Um, that's the one where he's like Barbara. Yes, coming to get you. Yes. Um, I'll go the dead as well. You were about to be divorced just then. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go just against you and choose Amityville. Motherfucker. Alright, we're both taking the Dead franchise. If you want to vote, and please do, you can at the uh, Horror for Dummies Facebook page. Just go to horrorfordummies.com and it will redirect you. Uh, and there you will see the polls. Just click on which photo or GIF you want to uh, advance and tell us why. 
give us a, a reason why. Comment on the uh, little part where you comment mm-hmm. and uh, tell us why the dead franchise is going to win. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, the poor Amityville horror. Who knows? People might actually like I that I mean, one the better. first Amityville horror is awesome. And but I, and people I like... might also just like the Ryan Reynolds one as well. Yeah, I like it. A lot of people don't, but... I remember enjoying it. Yeah, you just like Ryan Reynolds naked, though. That too, but yeah, I remember the go. story being alright. Alright guys, uh, that's it for all the jibber-jabber. Let's jump into feature presentation. And now for our feature presentation. Friday the 13th, the franchise that everyone seems to either love or hate. Actually, no one seems to hate it except for Lance from The Horror Returns. Uh, but everyone else <laughs> why, seems... Why does he hate it? I don't know, it's just not his thing. Fair enough. Uh, but everyone seems to love Friday the 13th, and I'm included in that discussion. Mm-hmm. Joe, how are you? Me too. You like them? All yeah. of them? Um... Look, some are better than others, but I still enjoy me some Jason. I'll, I'll, I'll still watch the worst Friday the Thirteenth or Jason film out there. I mean, Freddy vs. Jason is is, is 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 bearable, I guess. That is not the worst one out there. How dare you? <laughs> no, it's not. What is what? What in your opinion? What's the worst Friday the Thirteenth or Jason film? Um. On the top of your head. Ah. <sighs> uh, well, I can't overly remember Jason X. I okay. just remember it's in space. Yes, it is. Um, I don't overly like the one where he um, is the leech and goes Jason into goes people. To, Jason goes to hell. Yeah, I don't like because it's not actually Jason you don't being see the Jason. people. Yeah. And I know the first one's so iconic, but I don't like it how Jason's not in it. Um. <laughs> so you go in the first one as your least favorite. That one and probably goes to hell. Okay. I'm going to piss people off here. My least favourite is, is the original Friday the 13th. I just find it really dull and boring. Um, there's no Jason. You don't see the kills hardly at all. I just... I know I know people are probably turning us off right now, but I'm just not a fan of the first Friday the 13th film. Mm-hmm. All the rest, um, I could watch any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Even Jason Goes to Hell. It has some moments of fun. Overall, it's not a great film, but yeah, it tried something different. It dared to do something different. It did. And you got to give it credit for that. Well, I like it when they walk past the mirror or something and you could see that it was Jason. Yeah. That part was cool. Yeah. But, okay, here's the thing. All these Jason films have various elements that are very similar with each film. I mean, you have the setting. Most of them are set in Camp Crystal Lake. You have other settings such as Space with Jason X. You have Hell with uh, Jason Goes to Hell. Manhattan (laughs) slash On a Boat. Takes a boat. Yeah. Um, You have Camp Forest Green. Where's Camp Forest Green, huh, honey? Where is it? Yep. 
America somewhere? <laughs> is that what you're asking me? Camp Forest Green is just Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, they just Same renamed place. it. Yeah. And you even have Elm Street. So there's various places where Jason has ventured. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something similar that all Friday the 13th films have um, The people in the movies? The characters, the camp yes. counsellors. And this is a this is a thing about slasher films, is they all come under somewhat of a stereotype. Uh-huh. I mean, let's go under it. Let's let's talk about stereotypes under slasher films for a second. Yep. Most of them always have a final girl. Mm-hmm. Not always. Sometimes it's a final guy. Yep. Hello, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Most of them always have a slut or a girl that likes to get naked and skinny dip. Yep. Uh, a lot of them have the nerdy character. Mm-hmm. Some of them have the jock character. Then you go into other films, such as Halloween, with the babysitter. Yep. Um, you always have a skeptic, someone who doesn't believe that there's a killer out there. Uh, the creepy guy is always a must in slasher films. <laughs> you can't have a slasher film without a creepy guy. Whether it's the creepy guy that wants the girl... Or the guy that's watching the kids from the from the woods, or the guy jumping out saying you're all doomed. There's always the creepy guy. Um, there's the love interest, the best friend, and who can forget the token black guy? There seems most most slasher films seem to have a token black guy, and the funny thing is that it's not always the black guy who dies first. Honestly, I can only remember one off the top of my head where the black guy dies first, and that's Scream 2. I know there are more films out there, but I can never remember hmm. if there are. So, yeah, I always root for the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, what's another thing that slasher films, especially Friday the 13th films, have? That's similar. That's similar. Um, they always drive a van. Okay, that's not where I was going. Okay. I don't know. What, where were you going? <laughs> Why do they always... Where, what movies drive a van? Part 3 does. Freddy vs. Jason does. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's one in the first one, isn't there? Or am mm, I just thinking maybe. it's a van? Maybe. I, I can't remember. Um, but the, the answer I was going for is kills. Oh, okay. They always have various and interesting kills in them. Mm-hmm. Some of them work, some of them don't work. Let's take a look at one of my Friday the 13th, my favourite Friday the 13th films, which is part 7, The New Blood. Mm-hmm. I love it because Jason looks like a fucking beast. But that film has the most uninteresting kills in the whole franchise. And I know that's the reasons because it got raped by the uh, ratings board and they had to cut a lot. Yep. But a lot of those kills aren't really that creative and kind of plain compared to the rest of the series. But they all seem to have different and interesting various ways of camp counsellors getting kills. Yep. Killed. (laughs) Uh, Another thing is it's... When's it set? It's usually set in the 80s. Usually. Sometimes it's the 90s. Um, Twice it's been in in the noughties. But... Mostly the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, we are going to break apart every Friday the 13th film and put elements into our own Friday the 13th, perfect Friday the 13th film. So, who wants to go first? You I'll or let me? you go first. Alright, fine. I'm going to go first. Alright. 
Um, I'm going to tell you when my film is set at the end of this. Okay. And you'll understand why, because if I tell you now, it's going to kind of spoil, spoil my, um, my story. I've given my Perfect Friday the 13th a little story to go with it. Yep. But, um, to start off, I think we should talk about characters. What characters have I picked, um, from each Friday the 13th film to appear in my Perfect Friday? So, to start off with, I've chosen Violet from Part 5, who is the girl who loves to dance the ro- the robotic dance. And she has the blonde and black hair. Yeah, because I've always kind of had a crush on her, and I think what? she's sexy. I don't know. I, she I, has the good dance robot moves. No, it's that... nothing to do with it. I think it's the style. She has that kind of um, new age goth style. Grunge? No, don't you dare say grunge. It's goth. I wouldn't say goth, I'd say grunge. Um, Either way, she looks like a rock chick, and that just floats my boat. Yep. So I've chosen Violet to appear in my movie. On top of that, I've chosen (laughs) Jimmy, who is uh, Crispin Glover from Friday the 13th Part 4. You may remember him from uh, another form of dancing. Now, why did I choose Jimmy, Julissa? Is there any way, anything... That makes you think, why did I choose Jimmy? Uh, because he's fun and funny to watch with his dancing. There's that. There's that. Do you want to know the real reason why I chose Jimmy? Because he's a dead fuck? <laughs> no, <laughs> that doesn't bother me. I don't know. <laughs> the reason I chose Jimmy is because in my fi- <laughs> my perfect Friday the 13th film, I want a dance-off between Violet and Jimmy. Could you imagine that? Jimmy <laughs> with the crazy <laughs> dance and Violet with her robotic skills? It would be pretty entertaining. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the couple that's going to fuck in my movie. Because, hey, it's a win-win. I get to see them dance off, plus I get to see Violet naked. Yep. So there we go. Fair enough. The next character that I'm going to bring into my movie is a character by the name of Axel. Now, he was only in it for a quick second, but he is the character from Part 4. One of the the guys in the hospital when Jason um, gets taken in he's there watching the uh, Pilates or the yoga oh yeah yeah and he's there and he <laughs> the creepy he's 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 the the male slut of the movie I guess and um in this movie he's going to be somewhat of the creeper but at the same time the practical joker um He's going to be the, the one that's trying to get all the girls. Yeah. If you remember him, he's the one that says, Jumping Christmas shit! <laughs> Jesus Christmas! Holy Jesus, God damn Holy Jesus, jumping Christmas shit! <laughs> and that's the reason why he's in my movie. Because I need some jumping Christmas shit. The, um, the next guy... I'm going to have in my movie is I do need a a, a jokester. Mm-hmm. Now I have Axel already, but I need more of a jokester. So I've uh, I've brought in Shelly from part three. They said they were going skinny dipping and uh, I'm not skinny enough. Yeah. Um, Shelly is one of my favorite characters because he somewhat reminds me of myself. He's the guy that's that's uncomfortable in his own body, and he's the joke. He 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 takes every situation and makes a joke out of it to try and ease himself into it. Yep. 
Okay. So I've chosen Shelley from part three. The next guy that I'm going to choose is uh, the creepy guy. The very creepy guy. Creepy guy. Creepy guy. And what better creepy guy than Crazy Ralph? <laughs> hey. He's like, you're all doomed. Yep, you're all doomed. You're going to Camp Blood, ain't you? That guy. I need a Crazy Ralph. And, I'm, and I don't want to rip off Crazy Ralph like in part three or any of the other ones. I want Walter... I can't remember his name. The guy that played Crazy Ralph in part one and two. I need that guy. Even okay. though he's dead. But still, I need him. Okay. He's coming into my movie. Um, I've got two left. Two left. And uh, I haven't really said a final girl, have I? No, not really. No. So, of course, I'm going to uh, bring back Ginny from part two as my final girl. Mm. Ginny is one of my favorite final girls because she's pretty. But it's not just that. She's smart. She um, she kicks ass. Yeah. Okay, maybe it is because she's pretty. <laughs> I've always had a crush on Ginny. I just like her as a final girl, and I really would like to see her appear in another Friday movie. Yeah. So I've brought back Ginny. Speaking about final girls, I've also brought in another character who some people would class as a final person. Okay. And that final person is Tommy Doyle. Now I'm Tommy talking, Doyle. I'm talking Tommy Doyle from Part Six here. Um, um, oh, I can't remember. Tom Matthews, played by Tom Matthews. I need Tommy Doyle in my in my Perfect Friday the Thirteenth film. Yeah. Because, and I'll explain it why this is going to kind of wrap into my story. So my two final characters are going to be Ginny and Tommy Doyle. They're going to be teaming up to take down Jason. Yeah. Now, Jason is of course in this movie. Now, what Jason am I picking? You have various forms of Jason. Let's go through them. You have Sackhead Jason from Part Two. You have smiling, creepy Jason from part three, where he finally finds his hockey mask. Yeah. You have uh, Jason from part four. You have Roy from part five. You have undead Jason from part six. You have even undeader Jason from part seven. You have creepy, slimy, gross Jason that talks in part eight. Then you got hell Jason. You got Jason X. You got Jason who comes to Elm Street, and then you got the remake Jason. Yeah. So which one am I taking? The whole time I was thinking, should I take Jason from Jason Goes to Hell? Because I really like the look of Jason in that movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got it tattooed on me. I love how the mask is embedded into his into his uh, face and his skull. It just looks great. But I thought he has his shirt tucked in in that movie, and I really don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Who tucks their shirt in? Honestly. Yeah. So I thought that I'd go with my favourite Jason look, and that is Jason from the New Blood, um, part seven. Yeah. So that's the look I'm going for Jason. The kills. Let's talk about what kills I had for these characters. Are you interested? Yeah. So we have... Violet and Jimmy, who are doing the naughty, getting the the dance on vertically and horizontally. Yeah. Violet <clears throat> is going to be getting the hedge clippers to the eyes from, uh, you know, that kill scene in part five mm-hmm. where that girl's laying down topless. Mainly for the fact that I want Violet laying down topless. Um, so is I this can after see a sex tits. scene or she's just sunbaking? After a sex scene. 
Okay. Yes. So Violet's getting the hedge clippers to the eyes. I love that kill. Just the, the, the stab in the eyes. And then you see Jason's hand struggle to cut it because it's trying to cut through the bone. And that's... Oh, that just gets me. Yep. Jimmy is going to get his kill from part four, which is the cork in the hand and then the cleaver to the face. That kill is just... It's brutal. It's fu- it's full on. So it's brutal. full on. <clears throat> then we're going to come to uh, Axel. Now, Axel is... As I said before, he's the creepy guy, he's a somewhat comedian, but at the same time, he's a massive show-off. And he likes to do handstands a lot. So the kill I've got for him is the machete to the groin, the uh, the Ouch. one from part three. That is probably my favourite Jason kill of all. Because... It's oh. so brutal, just imagine. And it's not even all the way, it doesn't go all the way, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's not a clean cut, it's, it's, it, oh, it's just fucking brutal like goes up to his belly button yeah and then you see him later um how he looks and it's just oh that dick got split mm-hmm. <laughs> crazy ralph now i'm sorry crazy ralph needs to be killed off and i'm sorry crazy ralph but you got a kill coming to you that i never ever want to experience nor do i ever want to see because this one gets me it turns my blood cold and the kill that I'm giving Crazy Ralph is from part two. The cop from part two who follows Jason into the forest. And that cop gets the hammer to the back of the skull. But it's not the front of the hammer. It's the prongs at the back. And oh my fucking god. That just... Oh, that just creep. That, that gets me. Mm-hmm. Man. Crazy Ralph, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> you are, you're the one that's going to be doomed. Uh, lastly, we have Shelly. Shelly is, uh... <laughs> Shelly's getting Axel's death. You remember how Axel died in Friday the 13th Part 4? He had that awesome kill with a hacksaw. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason comes from behind him, slits his throat with a hacksaw, and then twists his neck all the way around. Mm-hmm. Christ. What a kill. So, Shelly... And I don't like how Shelly died in Part 3. Yeah. You don't see it. You just see his throat slit and that's it. I felt that that wasn't much of a payoff. Uh-huh. I mean... A lot of people hated Shelly. He was annoying. And he was meant to be. Yeah. So he never really got that payoff. In my movie, you're going to get one hell of a payoff. Um, let's talk about um, Jason. Does Jason die in this movie? Yes and no. Yes and no. So I've, I've uh, made a little story about my Friday the 13th. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. So... Jason is ha- packing up kids left and right. So Ginny and Tommy, who are the final people, decided they have to bury Jason alive. So they dig up Jason's grave and realize he is still dead and in his grave. Who's killing everyone? They've, they soon realize that the Jason that is killing everyone turns out to be Roy Burns from Part 5. I have fake Jason killing everyone in this series. Why? Hear me out, hear me out. They... <clears throat> Tommy cracks the shits. He gets angry and starts stabbing Jason. And much like Friday the 13th Part 6, a lightning strike comes down and boom! The real Jason is resurrected. And then we get Roy versus Jason. Jason versus Jason. And that's my perfect Friday the 13th story. And here's how it ends. 
The real Jason kills Roy after Roy was distracted with his mask, which was turned to the side after a punch to the head from the real Jason. Real Jason, now this is how Roy dies. Real Jason hits him in the head with a machete, much like the kill from uh, Friday the 13th Part 2 with Mark in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Straight through that skull on the side. That's how Roy dies. And Jason is back for good, and this time he's taken back his lake. And the end of my film is we see Ginny and Tommy Doyle realizing that they've done even worse than what they tried to do. <laughs> Real Jason is back, and that's how it ends. On to the next chapter. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is my perfect Friday the 13th film. Hmm, very good. Now, a few little things that I'm going to ask you as well. Okay. Does Jason talk in my movie? No. I hate the fact that Jason talks and takes Manhattan, even though it's little boy Jason. Still, he doesn't talk in my movie. Uh-huh. Does Jason teleport? Yes, but not to the extent as he did in Manhattan. He can't teleport to crazy locations, but if he's running in the woods, he can appear somewhat, closer, somewhat closer to you. Okay. Does Jason survive? Yes, he does. <laughs> um, now, I had a few other... Um, notable kills and characters that I kind of wanted to include in my in my Friday the 13th film, but I just couldn't fit them in. So, the other characters that I had was Edward from Part 7. He was the, uh, the sci-fi geek who um, tried to write a sci-fi novel. I love that character. He's funny. He's the nerdy type, but I just couldn't really fit him in my movie. Yeah. Reggie the Reckless was so close to being in my movie. Do you remember the little black kid from part five? Yeah, yeah. I thought about putting him in, but then I thought, no, that's basically just part five all over again. Um, So instead I swapped him out for Tommy Doyle. The last one I had was Mark, who is the wheelchair guy from part two. I was close to putting him in because I love that kill, but then I thought it's the same scene, having him in. um, Then falls down the stairs. Yeah. So those are three characters I wanted to put in, but I didn't. Okay. The, the other the kills that I had that I wanted to put in, but I couldn't fit them in, are uh, the, uh, the punch to the head, where Jason punches Julius' head off in uh, Takes Manhattan. Yep. It's fun, but it's not It's, n- it's not, not realistic at all. No. Nitrogen Ice Face, where in Jason X, Jason puts the girl's head in, in uh, nitrogen. Then smashes it. And smashes it. Mm-hmm. I just... It didn't make sense for my film to have that. Um, the other kill I had was knife in the stomach and then it's pushed down. You see that in Friday the 13th Part 4. Yep. The nurse that is uh, having sex with Axel, or trying to, she gets stabbed in the stomach and Jason pushes it down, which is... Oh, fuck me. That, that's got to hurt. Yep. The last one comes from Jason Goes to Hell... Where the two couples are having sex, she's on top, and you get the pole going straight through her stomach and ripped up, separating her body in half. Mm -hmm. That kill is one of my favourites, but I just couldn't fit it into this scene. Yep. So, my last thing I've got to say right now is, when is my film set? My film is set directly after part five, and in between part five and part six. That's why I didn't want to tell you because it kind of gives away my, my story. So obviously it's set in the 80s and it is set in Camp Crystal Lake because 
what's a Friday the 13th film without the camp counsellors and Crystal Lake? Yep. It needs to be set in the woods. Okay. So that is my perfect Friday the 13th film. Okay. What do you think? I think it's pretty good. Yeah, you like it? Yeah, I'd would, watch it. Would you like to see Jason versus Jason? That would be cool. Mm. It kind of took me out a bit when you said Roy was the Jason. I was like, oh. I know, I know. That's, that's exactly what I wanted because people were like, oh, what the fuck, why? Mm. But no, we get a uh, an ending to the Roy Jason better than what it does in part five. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. All right, it's your turn. Let me hear it. <coughs> Let me try. All right. right. Get out your, your script and read it to me. Don't overly have a script, but we'll go. All right. With what I have. Do you want me to ask you the question so you know where you are, or are you, you okay? Um, you can... Well, let's see how I go. If I start getting stuck, then you can ask me. Okay. Go All for right. it. Um, my movie is set at Camp Crystal Lake. Okay, good. Yeah, We're off to a good start. I need some woods as well. Yep, yeah, you need wood. Um, <laughs> the year I chose was 1987. Mm, why? Just because I enjoy the 80s horror movies. But, but why 87? Any reason? Um, I thought early 80s might have been two 80s and then 87 is kind of like perfect, cool era. In my opinion, 87 is the best year ever. That's because you were born? Yes, right. <laughs> I thought, because this one, you could have, like, some grunge people and, like... Grunge wasn't around totally in 87. Different. It was totally glam metal at oh, that stage. I don't care. It's in mine. And grunge music sucks. I'm not saying grunge music. Just the look. Okay. Like, kind of like those bikies. Okay. Well, Girls, Girls, Girls was released in that year, so... Hmm. Um, the Jason I'm going with... Oh, yeah. ...is, um, because he looks awesome, is part seven Jason. Oh, so you're choosing the same Jason I am. Yeah. You copycat. I didn't know what Jason you had. Okay, cool. Um, you I love how blood. his spine's showing out the back and he's got the chain still around his neck. Yeah, yeah. Um, the people in my movie... Oh, we're going characters now. Yep. Is Shelly. Ah, <laughs> you got Shelly as well. You out of your mind? <laughs> Violet. Fuck off. You seriously have Violet as well. Same as you. Okay. Um, I have Demon. Ooh, oh, baby. I forgot Demon. Ooh, baby. Oh, He's no. my token black guy. <laughs> ooh, I didn't have a token black guy. Shit. <laughs> um, I also have Ginny. Okay, so she's your final girl? No, we'll get there. You're killing off Ginny. I am. You monster. You'll see. Uh, we have Tommy Jarvis. We I've been have... saying Tommy Doyle this whole time. It's Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis, holy <laughs> shit. I can't, I'm forgetting what movie I'm on. Whoops. <laughs> okay, scratch that. Tim's uh, Tommy Doyle is Tommy Jarvis, people. Yes, Tommy right. Jarvis. Fucking hell. Now I look like an idiot. Take away my horror card. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have Trent from the remake. He's my asshole. No way. Yeah. Okay. We also have Trish Jarvis. Really? Mm-hmm. So brother-sister duo. What? Why Why her? Because they're brother and sister. I prefer the older older Tommy Jarvis from part six. So you're going Tom Matthews? Yep. And Trish Jarvis from part four. But how does that make sense? What do you mean? 
So Tommy Jarvis is going to be grown up, but his sister's going to be the same age? They're close in age okay. in my story. All right, fine. Yeah. Um, and my final girl is Tina from Part 7. Oh, Carrie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right, so. So how are they dying? Okay. All right. Here's where I'm going to just, like, totally wing it. <laughs> I've got a, a bit in my head. Okay. All right. Um... Okay. Who should I kill first? They don't have to be in any order. Okay. Well, I've got um, Ginny laying out some baking. Right. And, see, we're kind of similar. She's got the garden shears in the eyes. Is she topless? We'll say she's some baking topless. Why Good. not? Okay, fine. I wasn't cool with you killing off Ginny, but if she's topless, then fine. Yep. You need right. to have some she's, tits. She's going for a stroll on her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, topless sunbaking. And... I'm liking it. Look up and she gets the garden shears in the eyes. Okay. Okay. Poor Ginny. I love Ginny. Poor Ginny. Um, I want to touch her, Ginny. <laughs> then we've got... Um, oh, fucking hell. We have Trent... <laughs> yep, the arsehole. Who um, is sleeping with Trish. Really? Yep. Okay. Then she gets up to go for a shower, like in Freddy vs. Jason. Right. And then he um, turns over and who does he see? Jason standing there. So the kill that Trent gets is the bed kill from Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, right. When his legs snap. Straight in the back uh, numerous times and then cracks the bed up. So okay. Cut in half or whatever Do, it is. Does he, does he talk to Trish like um, in Freddy vs. Jason? How he does? Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Okay. He's the jock, like teasing everyone, like he is in the remake kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, so then Trish comes out and freaks out and everything. Um, then everyone starts freaking out. Blah blah blah. Then we um, come to Demon. Oh no, not Demon. Yeah. I was so sad when he died in the movies. Now you're going to make me gonna kill him off again? Yeah, poor Demon. Um, he's sitting in a chair and he... Is he pooing? Because those damn enchiladas? No. Damn it. He's not pooing in this one. Um, was he eating enchiladas? No, everyone went out and will say he's watching a movie. Okay. And he gets the... Wait, what movie he's watching? What movie? Yep. Just a fucking movie. I bet you he's watching Shaft. Oh, whatevs. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, and he gets his cut throat with the saw and then the twisted head. Like oh, so you're using the hacksaw kill, just like me. Yep. Ah, okay. Okay, where am I up to? Note, people, we have not uh, made notes together or anything, so is mm-hmm. not copying my homework. <laughs> Alright, then we have... Um, Violet that comes in and discovers demons. Right. Starts freaking out in the house. Was Violet getting on with anyone? No. Oh, poor Violet. No. Um, so she starts freaking out and tries to run, then turns and Jason is there. Then he picks her up by the neck and pins her against the wall. Yep. Then Violet gets the part four nurse kill. So stabbed in the stomach and then he drags oh, it so down. Oh, so you're using that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, poor Violet, not mm-hmm. that kill. So then she's pinned up against the wall. Oh no. Yeah. Then we have um, 
Where am I up to? Fuck around. Uh, we have Shelly that comes in from outside. Right. <clears throat> and he's the annoying jokester one in this one as well, the nerdy uh-huh. loser. He comes in to get a drink in the kitchen and puts his hand down and he gets the corkscrew in the hand and the cleaver to the uh, face. Ah, I thought you were going to use that when you when I, when I said it. Yeah. Your face said it all. Yeah. Okay, so he's got the cleaver to the face. Yep. Oh, man, that's, that's a good kill. <clears throat> so then we've got um, our three final people are Tommy Jarvis, Trish Jarvis, and Tina. Okay. So they come back to the house and see that everybody's dead. So Trish freaks out and starts running into the forest. Mm-hmm. Then who comes out from behind the tree is Jason. And then she gets the kill with um, the Jason goes to hell sex scene. The pole through the stomach and rips up. So she's in half. But is she having sex? Okay, so she's got a pole and stomach. Right. Yeah, she's got a clothes on still. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have a topless... Why would she start stripping and She run? just had sex with the jerk. She's had a shower and oh, they went out. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so she gets that kill yep. in the forest. Okay. <clears throat> so then um, we have Tommy Jarvis and Tina left. Yep. Um, they run out trying to find her. And... Have we established that um, the Kerry wannabe... Has got her tel- uh, telekinesis powers? Yes. Okay, so we know that she can do all that. Yes, but she doesn't know she's as strong as what she is. Yeah, okay. If that makes sense. I get you. Um, so we'll say Jason comes out um, after them two, and then she throws like a, a tree thing at him. A tree thing? A tree log, I okay. should say. <laughs> a tree log. Um, then she notices she's getting stronger. Yep. Um, they run. Does she throw Tommy at Jason? Because <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> no. Okay, damn it. <laughs> um, he gets up, then they sort of freak out and sort of split ways uh, while okay, running. Bad idea. Yep. Um, he ends up near the house again, we'll say. Jason does. No, uh, oh. Tommy. Yep, okay. Um, and then when he's walking, trying to find where Jason is and where Tina is... He pops up behind him and then he gets the hammer to the back of the head. You killed off Tommy Jarvis. I have. Tommy is gone. Holy shit. (laughs) So now it's a showdown between Tina and Jason. Okay. And of course she's trying to get away and she's doing all of her telekinesis powers and knocking him down and Mm -hmm. um, getting knives and throwing all them and shit into him. Um... He ends up cutting her a few times. Mm-hmm. And they're running through the woods towards the end. And she turns around and realises she's going to try all of her powers, like all of her might. Yeah. And he's there staring at her and then he cocks his head to the side as Jason does. Right. And then she breaks the floor open under him. Yes. And so you could see like sort of hell, fiery pit type thing. And he's hanging on the side. And then we'll say she does like a cool catchphrase thing. I don't know. See you in hell or some shit. Yeah. And then kicks his fingers off. And then down falls Jason. And he goes to hell. Then the floor floor closes up. Cool. All right. You got me. I'm interested now. So you taking a, a, a 
Friday the 13th Part 7 and <laughs> mixing it with a little bit of Jason Goes to Hell. Just that part, yeah. Okay, I'm liking. Do we see any hint of Freddy's glove in that scene? Maybe pulling him down and helping... Oh, that would be cool, yeah. So you're, uh, you're, you're, you're doing that? Yep, I'll you're do that. You're making a little bit of uh, Freddy appear? Yep. Ooh. Oh, so he, yeah. Yeah, while she says, see you in hell, Freddy's glove comes up and grabs his shoulder. Yeah. And rips him down. I like that. And that could be the the real uh, Jason Goes to Hell, the start-up to the uh, Freddy vs. Jason film. Mm-hmm. And that would be set in the 80s, 89. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then we'd have a good Freddy vs. Jason with no TLC, uh, not TLC, Destiny's Child members. Yep. Then we have when <coughs> the floor closes up a bit, you've got half of his mask still there. Ah, okay. She doesn't take the mask, she leaves it there. So he has his mask in the next one. Okay. Ooh, that's interesting. I like it. Mm. All right, a few questions I have to ask you though. Yep. Does Jason talk? No. No talking? No. Okay. Does Jason teleport? No. Not at all? No. Nothing at all? No. Okay, so Jason's real. Yeah. Okay. We know that Jason... Does he survive? When he goes to hell? Yeah. Yeah. He survives. He's he's a supernatural being in part seven. Okay, so he's just in hell. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. That's a lot better ending than part seven gave us. Um, when the dad comes up and pulls yeah, him down. Yeah. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. All right, did you have any extra characters or extra kills that you wanted to use and you just couldn't? Um, I wanted to use the the liquid nitrogen. Yeah. But I didn't really have anywhere where it would fit in. Yeah. It's it's a, um, a bit of a futuristic kill. It yeah. doesn't really fit in with the 80s. Um, that's pretty much it. I didn't really get rid of any people. So... I can't believe you killed off Ginny and Tommy Jarvis. Mm. My God. I'm hey, well, we had, of course, near the end of my movie, we had the brother sister duo with the Tina, so they would have been freaking out more. Yeah. And I got to see Ginny's tits. killed them tits. both off. Ginny's tits. How were they? Can you describe them? Um, we'll say a nice areola size with the nipple sticking out. Mm, nice pinky colour. Oh, yeah. We'll say about a C cup. Okay. What are you? You're a D? Yeah. Okay, so that's all right. Still a handful. Very nice. Very good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's it for our perfect Friday the 13th films. Yes. Let us know what film you would prefer to see, mine or Jaleesa's. Um, Sorry if mine was a bit confusing when I was explaining it. No, you're sweet. It was good. I just can't believe you killed off some people that you did. Yeah, shocking, eh? Um, I wanted the wow factor, you know. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. If you guys have um, your own Friday the 13th films that you would like to do, send them this way and we will um, we'll talk about them on the next episode. Okay. But that pretty much wraps up this episode. <clears throat> We'd like to thank everyone out there who has listened. If you do like our stuff, please give us a five-star rating and review at uh, Podbean or any of those cool stuff. Um uh, we're, we're under the Padded Room Network. Yep. Um, Padded Room Podcast Network. Yep. You can find us there. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, as I've said many times before. Um, and that's where we're active the most. Um, we also have Instagram, Horror for Dummies Podcast. If yeah. you want to check that out. 
Um, yeah, all those cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, stick around if you want to hear a little tiny spoiler review on Stranger Things season three. It's nothing that much, but it's something. So, yep. if you if you do, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, this is where we say goodbye. Next week, we we wanted to uh, check out the newest Alexandra Aja film, Crawl. It's the alligator film that everyone's talking about. Unfortunately, we won't have a chance to see it in the cinemas, which kills me. Because this is a film that I can guarantee I'm going to love. Yep. I mean, I love nature comes biting, biting back films. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately, we won't be able to see it. So next week, me and Jaleesa have been diving into another type of animal attack films. Uh, big cats. Yep. Lions and tigers. Not bears. Oh my. But um, <laughs> lions and tigers and big cat films. So we thought we'd do a... An interesting little episode, uh, and that is Big Cats in Horror. Yep. So we're going to be looking at two films um, individually, and that is The Ghost and the Darkness. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the other one? Uh, Burning Bright. Mm-hmm. So those two films we'll be talking about. We'll be talking about other various lion or tiger films, such as Raw. Yeah. That's R-O-A-R, not R-A-W. Um, and Prey, other films like that. But we're going to be talking about big cats in horror. So, excited about that. Yes, we are. But um, until then, we'll catch you next week. I've been Tim. She's been the Belle from Hell. Jill, bye. (laughs) Gotcha.
Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, oh yeah. Spoiler alert, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert, yeah. Alright, here's just a little few thoughts I um I picked up on watching Stranger Things season three. I'm mainly going to be talking about the last episode here, and Jaleesa is going to help me because she did see the the final episode. You didn't see any of the other any other episodes, did you? I seen bits and pieces. Yeah. Why you're not big into Stranger Things, are you? Um. Look, I didn't finish season one, and I didn't see season two because you watched it without me. So sorry. No point watching it now. Well, there I, is. I'd, I'd if have you no were idea. In it. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I watched yeah a tiny bit. And then I was at work, and then I came and watched the end of the last one with you. Yeah. Um, so, okay, it's, it's spoiler time. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, don't listen. But a few things that I picked up at the end of Stranger Things, we all know that Hop, um, Hopper dies. Or does he? Because the whole time when we, when, it, when we see him die, the, uh, the thing goes, and, and some of the, the Russian workers there, they evaporate. But mm-hmm. we never, ever see Hop evaporate or we never see his body and there is one rule in film that I've always lived by and that's if you don't see them die or you don't see their body or the aftermath they're not dead mm-hmm. much like uh, Halloween from 2018 we yep. never saw what happened to him obviously there's a sequel coming out Michael Myers is not dead yeah much like Hopper and I searched Google up because I like to do that I like to see what other people have said to it and there were a few little things that people caught eye on one of them is what I caught eye on as well, and that is the post credit scene of you have the Russians and they look like they're in a jail somewhere in Russia, and they go to a jail cell to uh, to take one of these Russians to be eaten by a Demogorgon. Um, but before they do that, they almost go into another cell and one of the Russians says, no, not the American. That is when I realized Hop's not dead, he's just been taken. Yeah. Another thing that, that I, I, I found on um, on uh, Google when I was searching up what happened to Hop is a lot of people noticed that there was a ladder where he was. And usually when they film something, that they'll, they'll, they'll make a point to film it because of that reason. What if Hop used that ladder to climb down and get out of the blast's way? I know it's a long shot, but... Unless his body got thrown, but he survived... Yeah. And then one of the Russians picked him up. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't think he's dead, though. Okay. Plus, there's also the fact that he apparently signed on for season four. So oh, well, there <laughs> you go. There, there's that. <laughs> but we're not talking about that, Julissa, because that's too much of a spoiler alert. Um, but yeah, this season in itself was awesome. You had Billy die, which was heartbreaking. Um, Billy. Billy was the one that was possessed by the oh, yeah, yeah. I liked Mind Freya. Um, his 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 sister. I was gonna say his daughter. His sister Max. That was that was um, pretty upsetting. Yeah. And I, I I saw a lot of people's reviews on it saying that the last episode's gonna crush you and make you cry. And when Billy dies, I thought that was it. And I was like, that's eh, not really upsetting. Yeah. But no, it was Hop's letter to L, which which uh, I think cut everyone up. Mm-hmm. And that was the most upsetting thing in the whole season. Yeah. And um, her reaction reading it. Yeah. Yeah. All the performances in season three are just 
outstanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, these kids have such a such a future for them. Especially um, that Finn Wolfhart. Oh man, he's he's already got like twenty projects underneath his belt mm. and more to come. So, um, but I can't end this without talking about the best part in the season, which is Dusty Bun and Susie Poo singing um, "Never Ending Story." <laughs> I heard a lot of people said they were taken out by that part and they weren't really a fan of it. I, for one, loved it, and I have been listening to that song a lot lately. Well, I think it went for a bit too long. Do you? Yeah. I, I loved it. Because the whole season, he's saying, he's talking about how he's got this girlfriend, and, and no one's believing him, because he's, um, he doesn't have proof that she's, she's alive, and he's trying to call her, she won't return his calls. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole, and, and when, when, when she finally picks up, I was like, oh, thank Christ, I'm really glad they actually did something with it. Yeah. Because if they, if they, if they did let it go and say, oh, no, she was make-believe, it just... It wouldn't have worked. It would have been like, oh, that was... Why Why add it? Yeah. You know, why talk about it if you're not going to go with it? But I love how they did add it. I love Dustin. He's probably my favourite character in this thing. Um, I just think he's cute, even though he has no teeth or collarbones. But, um... <laughs> but he's just... He's just such a talented actor, that guy. I can't remember his real name, but... Yeah, um, season three is definitely worth a watch, and you should go check it out. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Well, I enjoyed what I watched. I think you should go back and watch it. From I season I, one? No, I don't. I, I didn't really remember season one or season two, and well, I remember this kind of blind, and it kind of pivots back to each season and and and, and keeps you up to date. Because I know that kid got lost in. Yeah, that was season wherever. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he got found, what, in season two? No, at the end of season one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I went into this kind of blind mm-hmm. and I had a blast with it. So I feel like you can watch season three without remembering or knowing what happened. I think see, a lot of season two was just disregarded because they went into a into a uh, side story that no one cared for mm-hmm. about Elle having a sister and all this stuff. And it just, oh, really? Yeah, it didn't work at all. And yeah. they just disregarded it at all. They don't even mention it in season three. So I don't so, know when Hop took her on as a daughter. I, th- I, I, I think, two, it, was, I think it was season two somewhere, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. But yeah, it, like if you start it now, like it recaps both seasons for you. I think you should give it a go. Okay. Yeah, if you want something to watch while, you, while I'm at work and you're being housewife and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see how I go. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go watch uh, Same Stranger Things Season 3 and uh, we'll be back with uh, Lions and Tigers next week. Yeah, we will. Yep. Yep. Don't mock me.
what you see. 